Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Spend my dollar. It's not about what you want. It's about what you're willing to do to get it. Run it again. Hello and welcome. I'm not going to, so quit asking. When you give me a hard time. For the listeners that didn't get to go. This is the payback. What you did last year really doesn't matter. Our goal is to have the kind of team that nobody wants to play. Hi. Hello and welcome to a spring 2023 edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. In fact, a series of podcasts. We're going to do sort of mini episodes where we delve into a single topic, be it a question, a prediction, sort of a watch item for spring leading up to A-Day. Optimistically, aggressively, we might do one of these per day leading up to A-Day. Realistically, we might end up doing every couple of days uh, leading up to A-Day, but there's a lot of things to watch for uh, from this 2023 Alabama squad and uh, a number of sort of interesting questions and topics that uh, we can prime the pump with as fans as we get into spring practice, what we're watching for, what we're really seeing, and uh, and sort of go from there. This first sort of series of episodes I'm recording before uh, spring practice. I'm recording Sunday the, the 19th, the day before spring practice starts uh, on the 20th. And so 24 hours from recording this, 36 hours from recording this, a lot of this could go a different direction depending upon uh, how spring opens. We're not rooting for anything like that because that's probably bad news. Uh, but um, uh, there's, there'll be some evolution as we get into spring and how things unfold. And so, um, you know, that's the nature of it. And so uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump in, cover uh, a handful of topics, record a handful of copy topics today, and uh, release those over the over the coming days. I will say, if you're part of sort of the uh, the sort of the podcast support team, you'll get all this batched at once. And every time we record a batch of these, you'll get them all at once. Uh, otherwise, they'll release uh, through normal uh, your normal sort of podcast distribution outlets. If you have any questions, all of this sort of template, uh, try not to repeat all of it every time. But if you have questions that you'd like to see us uh, address or, or speak to, send them over to us, alabamafootballpodcast at gmail.com. We so appreciate the uh, the interaction. And uh, if we're not able to get all the questions into uh, a format like this after A-Day, we're going to go back and sort of break down what we saw at A-Day. And either during that episode or part of that episode or a separate episode, we're going to walk through each of these individual topics and say, hey, did we, did we hit it? Did we miss uh, how close or how far off the mark were we? So we're going to reevaluate uh, all of our positions, call it accountability, call it what you will. But if you have questions that don't make the, the sort of this first set, then there's an opportunity that we could go back and touch it afterwards. Speaking of A-Day, stay tuned to the end. And uh, hey, by the way, Roll Tide, Alabama basketball, uh, recording this on Sunday, Alabama just made it to the Sweet 16 Saturday night. So that's super exciting. And wow, does that Alabama basketball team look dynamic. And um, it'll be fun to watch the the rest of the tournament. All right, let's jump in. And we're going to start where we do and almost have to do it this way for sentimentality purposes. 
our last podcast, our, our last pod, our game podcast after the Kansas State game, we said, hey, this, you know, this may be the last time we lead a show talking about Bryce Young. And so I intentionally said, nope, we're going to start with quarterback conversations and we're going to mention Bryce Young right from the start. So we get sort of one last uh, opportunity to to give Bryce some love. Obviously, as Alabama fans, we know that Bryce Young is moving on to the NFL and, you know, he may argue, arguably be one of the best quarterbacks ever. Now, some people will hear one of the best and think that I've said the best and then want to have, you know, different feelings about that. And that's fair. But if you look at Bryce in a population of Tua, Mac, McCarron, Hertz, Stabler, Namath, Starr, Young's one of eight. That, by definition, makes him one of the best. And if we were to draft those eight quarterbacks, um, my guess is Young would be chosen in the, in the top half of that, which certainly would solidify him as one of the best. Uh, some people are going to say the best. Some people are going to have another favorite. God bless every bit of that. Uh, I think truly uh, Alabama's first Heisman Trophy winning quarterback uh, qualifies as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play at Alabama, which makes replacing Bryce both a challenge and a hotbed for debate and articles and sort of breathless anticipation. By the way, it's also a damn legit question. So let's sort of break it down, right? The candidates to replace uh, Bryce Young are Jalen Milrow, who started a game, started the Texas A&M game, uh, was spectacular, especially with his legs against Arkansas last year in relief of, uh, of Bryce. And then we've got Ty Simpson, uh, a redshirt freshman who played sparingly, uh, didn't really sling the ball much. And then we've got a, a couple of true incoming, uh, true freshmen incoming in Eli Holstein and Dylan uh, Lonergan. So when we think about the competition for the starting quarterback, it really kind of boils down to Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson. And there's sort of camps on both sides. And there's a lot of sort of excitement about what Jalen Milrow can do. And I think sort of the the, from what I gather, from what I've re- read, uh, both fan, fan bases and, and media outlets, there seems to be a predisposition that it's going to be Jalen. And so uh, what I want to do, Jalen Milrow, so what I want to do, and this is like, consider this a Tide fan public service announcement. I want to save you, our listener, the Tide fan, I want to save you a lot of time, and I want to save you a tremendous amount of anxiety. The AI, the artificial intelligence, uh, article writing robots in China, uh, I think already have 10,000 articles ready. They're just just ready to hit the go button on. And so if you try to read every article, every word uh, written about this topic, just you'll you're going to spend the next month doing that. And then it's going to carry into summer and into the fall. And you'll be inundated with all these different opinions and these perspectives. And it'll 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 waste your time take a lot of time, a lot of anxiety. And I'm just saying, look, don't do that. Uh, the debate is going to be breathless. There's going to be passionate articles. There will be reasonable articles on both sides uh, of the discussion. And uh, I'm going to tell you straight up, um, the answer is going to be Ty Simpson. Uh, and we've covered this in other, uh, in other outlets. And uh, let, me, let me spell it out for you. I think pretty straightforward. Uh, the numbers in the competition, we may see them rigged. Uh, to make it look like it's an even competition. And there's precedent of that happening uh, with Coach Saban. If we go back to 2011, uh, A.J. McCarron and Philip Sims 
were in a neck and neck competition to win the starting job uh, that season. And I don't know that anyone really believed that. A.J. McCarron, I think, was was the clear uh, leading candidate, and that went on uh, to, to prove itself. Um, the, but here's the trick, right? Philip Sims was a five-star recruit, and so there was potential that he could be really, really good. Also on the roster that year, 2011, uh, Philip Ely it was a true freshman. Blake Sims was a true freshman, and he was still designated as an athlete, not yet uh, a quarterback. And then Morgan Ogilvy, a walk-on uh, true freshman, was on the roster as well. And so there needed to be at least a representation of fair competition between A.J. McCarron and Philip Sims. And by saying fair competition, I don't mean to suggest that it was unfair competition. What I mean to say is that there needed to be a representation that it was a close race when it never really was a close race. Uh, that opening game against Kent State uh, that season, both quarterbacks played. McCarron was 14 of 23, uh, two interceptions, one touchdown, and Philip Sims was uh, seven of 14 with two interceptions. Uh, he threw for only 73 yards, and McCarron threw for 226. Uh, that next week at Penn State, it was going into the game. It was stated, hey, this is still an open competition, and Philip Sims didn't take a snap in that game. I think very early on, Alabama drove uh, opening possession for a touchdown, and there was a laser show pass uh, to tight end Michael Williams that just solidified a competition over this is A.J. McCarron, and, and it went on that way. 2023 is very, very similar. Uh, there's – uh, there's Milrow, there's Ty Simpson, and there's two true freshmen. And and so you want to at least present a representation, if you will, that Milrow has a chance to start. Um, I don't think that he does. Uh, if you look at, I, you know, I think a Heisman winning quarterback for Coach Seven is something of a crowning achievement. I think I said that uh, multiple years ago. And uh, Alabama has done that. Coach Saban has done that with a style of play. It's a style of play that leans Ty Simpson, not a style of play that that leans towards um, towards Jalen Milrow. Uh, Ty, uh, you know, you build a roster around that style of play, and so when you build a roster towards a style of play, uh, build an offense towards that style of play, you almost can't zig the other way because you lose ground as as an entire sort of offense, as an entire unit. Uh, Ty Simpson's father is a high school coach or a college coach, rather. And so he sort of gets the recruiting dynamics. He gets the playing time dynamics. Uh, my understanding is the Simpson family wanted Ty uh, to redshirt. And so that positioned him, hey, we if you're going to redshirt limited to the four games, then that may preclude you from being the number two uh, in 2022. I also think uh, there's a little bit of games, gamesmanship there uh, to preserve recruiting. If Ty Simpson had been the number two quarterback and lit it up like Tua style as the backup quarterback, if he had lit it up, Alabama would not be able to sign probably neither, certainly not both of Eli and Dylan. So it's like, um, you know, this, this question, this topic is going to get so much attention. And I'm going to tell you what, it's like having, uh, this is a topic to sit out. This is like having uh, a really robust swab account and just staying out of the Bitcoin and NFT market because I'm good. I'm good on this topic. I don't need Bitcoin. I don't need MFTs because I'm good. This is that topic. 
just be good on Simpson being the quarterback and don't invest uh, heavily into the debate, into the discussion. Save yourself the time. Save yourself the anxiety. So that's our first sort of position uh, leading going into spring. So it'll be fun to watch spring practice play out. If you're looking for manufactured results to say that it's a neck and neck competition, that'll be interesting to, to look for. And if you have your sort of eyes peeled for it, that might be fun to see uh, how that uh, legitimately uh, plays out. And uh, I promised, I teased, uh, if you're going to A-Day at the end, uh, at the beginning, if you're going to A-Day, reach out to us and, and let us know. We have the uh, Alabama Football Podcast travel team is uh, is gearing up for a trip to A-Day. So I think there's uh, five or six people coming from different parts of the country that are podcast listeners, and they're gonna we're going to meet up, much like we did for Austin P last year. Uh, we're going to meet up and uh, and go to the game and hang out and drink some brown water. And if any of that is interest to you, uh, interest to you, or you just want to fist bump and, and high five going in and out of the stadium, I would, I'm here for any of that. So reach out, uh, Alabama Football Podcast at gmail.com, and I hope to meet as many listeners as possible this spring at the Alabama A game. So certainly looking forward to that. With that, this has been another edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. Roll Tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a roll tide. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, T-shirts, free roster downloads, and of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tie. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll tie. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.